Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now, your host, Keith Williams. Welcome to the Skill Stadium Podcast, episode 72. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Keith Williams. Every week, we bring you stories from professionals in the skill trades, business owners, educators, people giving real world advice. We don't run any, run any ads on this podcast. So if you found value, you enjoyed it, please give it a share, leave a review. And thank you once again for tuning in. Today, we are going to talk about an organization that is helping students and people wishing to change careers and get training and skills for a new career in the construction industry. That industry is hot. It's booming. We need people in that industry. We have a shortage of homes out there. So this is a great industry to strongly consider. And I have my guest today is an expert in this field. Today, you're going to hear from a career coach that works for Colorado Home Building Academy. She's going to tell you all about the work they do. My guest, she grew up in Northern California, attended high school in New Jersey, currently lives in Denver, Colorado. She attended culinary arts school, but decided to work in recruiting, where she worked for companies like IBM, United Healthcare, and Comcast as a recruiter. What makes her really good at her job is her outgoing personality, empathy, ability to guide job seekers. During her free time, she enjoys camping and attending rock concerts. Please welcome Kirsten Davenport to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Kirsten, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So, Kristen, tell us about this, you know, rock concerts. You know, with the pandemic, I guess you haven't been able to really attend any, but talk to me about one of your favorite rock concerts that you've attended, like one that gave you the best experience. Oh, that that's such a great question. I mean, I've been to, I've always been interested in music. I've been to quite a few shows at Red Rocks out here in Colorado, which is just such an amazing venue to see concerts. And I mean, I've seen some really great bands from, you know, Pantera to Metallica. But for me, one of my best experiences was I was fortunate enough to see Tom Petty at Red Rocks more than once. And he was just such an amazing entertainer and just put on such an amazing show. So I really love that. 80s rock, can't go wrong. 80s rock, I grew up on that. You know, the amazing thing that I like about 80s rock is as a parent, you can play 80s rock still enjoy it and play it around your kids, not have to worry about the lyrics. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you can play that in front of young, young children and not really worry so much about the lyrics. So that is definitely one of the benefits of 80s rock. So, 100%. Yeah. So talk to us about your program. Can you tell us about the build, the Home Building Academy and what are the benefits of going through that program? Sure. So the Colorado Home Building Academy has everything from basic boot camp, which teaches basic construction skills, construction math, so reading a tape measure, using the power tools, um, just getting comfortable with your tools that you'll be using day in, day out. 
on a site. But also we have our more advanced programs. So we have carpentry, electrical, and also concrete. So students can take the basic boot camp skills and really expand on that through our academy. And what, you know, what that gives our students and our job seekers is really a leg up. So if they're looking to get into construction, but they don't have any professional or real world experience, this is really going to give them a leg up on their competition and getting those entry level construction jobs and starting a career. Okay. So you, again, you don't have to have any experience coming into this program at all. Absolutely not. See, that's amazing. And so you're going to get that, that training and that foot in the door. I think that that's really powerful because changing careers and you've changed careers, you know, it's not always easy. You know, it's a lot of new skills to learn. So it's, it's amazing that you guys are helping with that. Talk to me about, you know, how has the transition been from healthcare to technology for you? What was that like? Because you, you know, as again, you changed careers. So what was that like? Sure. You know, my time with United Healthcare, IBM, Comcast, those big, you know, Fortune 500 companies was invaluable. I, I learned quite a bit about being a recruiter and how to essentially you know, find the right person for the right role, whether I personally know, you know, everything about that role, I've been able to um, really take the skills that I've learned as a recruiter and translate that to really any industry and and most recently into construction. So, um, you know, when you're when you're looking for talent, that really translates across any industry, a recruiter is, you know, going to be the cornerstone of any talent acquisition department, you know, in any industry. And so I'm really knowing what, what the hiring managers are looking for, what the recruiters are looking for, what makes a candidate, you know, that they want to talk to, that they want to interview. So being able to take that skill set and really impart it into our students and and give them that guidance when they're striking out and, you know, having their first interviews in the construction industry. So the transition has been great. You know, I've, I've learned so much and I really loving working for a smaller company. I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives every day. And that's just so wonderful for me. I also get the sense, Kristen, I get the sense that you get to wear multiple hats wearing, working for a small company, you know, so you have skill sets that transition into other areas. You know, we introduced you, you know, I introduced you as a career coach and recruiter. I think those things go hand in hand. And so does does that make the job a lot more enjoyable because you can see that you're having a bigger impact? A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I really get to approach each student with a very holistic approach, right? So it's not only resume building, interview skills, um, you know, finding the jobs, but it's also if they need support services, you know, so I really get to touch their lives in a way where with a bigger company, the volume is just so high, you don't really get that chance. So this is very much more a personal thing. It's it's very much helping people in my own community, you know, to better their lives. And that's just amazing to get to do. Are most of the people local or do you get students and people who are coming in from other states? I would say probably 95% is going to be local. But when I say local, I would say local to Colorado because we've had folks come in from Aspen, you know, which is a several hour drive down to Denver. And they, and you know, this gentleman made the drive every day, several hours to take our training. And, you know, we, we have had folks that were just relocating to Denver, but our training, since it is hands-on is based in Denver, people need to physically be here, but we've definitely had folks that literally got their, 
boots on the ground in Denver. And the first thing that they did was come enroll at Colorado Home Building Academy so that they could find a, not a job, but a career as quickly as possible and establish their new life here in the Denver area. Yes. And, and speaking of relocation, you've done that yourself. You know, you've lived in three states, California, New Jersey, and now Colorado. And those are states that are very different and they offer a different experience. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Which state did you enjoy the most? I love Colorado. I was born here and then we spent some time in my elementary years in Northern California. Some, like you said, high school in New Jersey, but I'm a Colorado girl at heart. I, I love the Rocky Mountains. I love the pace of life. You know, on the East Coast, things are definitely a lot more fast paced. And sure. while I can appreciate that, I really love what a life in Colorado kind of provides. So I definitely love it here the most. Good, good answer. And you get good camping in Colorado. Good weather. Very, very outdoor, very outdoor place to live. So if you enjoy the outdoors, you're, you're definitely in the right place. So can you talk to me about what is the one skill, you know, that has allowed you to be really successful in your role? I definitely think I've always been the type of person that'll talk to anyone. So whether it's sitting, you know, waiting for a table at a restaurant or sitting at the airport, um, I'll always talk to the person next to me and, you know, so what do you do and what's that like? And I feel like career coaching just kind of came naturally for my personality, the type of person I am. I, I like to see my friends and family members succeed. And I've been able to take that and make a career out of it by helping our students, um, succeed. And so that just plays right into my personality. I'm, I'm a helper. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I mean, that's always a great skill set to have. We definitely need that. And especially again, with the folks who you're coming across are people who are making a big change in their life and they need that, that support in place, because as you know, as somebody's changed career, it, it, it can be very challenging and scary for some folks. So it, it's good that you have that skill set. So, so you made a career change. Can you give some advice that you can share that can help people who are thinking about doing it, who may be concerned? What, what advice would you give them? Sure. You know, if you're if you're looking to change careers and, you know, looking to strike out in something that's completely out of your comfort zone, out of your your norm, you know, the best advice I can give is really think about the skills that you've acquired from your previous roles. Um, there are so many skills that are transferable to a career in construction. If you have managerial or supervisory skills, if you've um, handled budgets, if you've done scheduling, if you are a pro at Excel and you, and you, you know, you can make those punch lists. And there are so many skills from other careers that are a hundred percent transferable and really needed in the construction industry. So I would say, you know, take a toll of, you know, what you have experienced, what you've done in previous jobs and think about how that would be beneficial in a career in construction. And that's really where I come in. I work with our students. I basically do an interview with them. I talk to them about their previous jobs. What were you doing at that job? And I help them pick out the skills. Well, that's 100% transferable into a career in construction. So how can we highlight that in your resume to potential construction employers? What do you tell people who may be older? Because, you know, we have, you know, there are people who are now changing careers in their 40s and 50s. And I tell you, I don't think that's too old, but, you know, everybody, people, some people get caught up in the age thing. How do you talk to someone who's in that position, who's nervous and you know, I've done this job for so many years and now I want to make that transition? And do you come across people like that? 
Oh, 100%. I've definitely, our average age for students right now is about 34, 35 years old. But I have 100% worked with folks in, in their late 40s, in their 50s that really want to establish a career in construction. And, you know, what I tell them is just, you know, be humble. So just know that, okay, you might have 30 years of experience in another industry. And like I said, it, previously, you might have those transferable skills, but it doesn't necessarily make you a, a project manager right off the bat, right? So you, you need to be humble. You need to think about what you don't know, but knowing that with the rate that construction is growing right now and with the severe shortage of skilled laborers, being humble, but knowing that it's going to pay off very, very quickly in the construction industry, right? So, you know, traditionally, or, you know, five, six years ago, you would have had to, you know, start as a laborer and, and be in that position for several years before you're able to work your way up. And what we're seeing in construction right now is if you start in a entry-level position and you show up every day and you prove your worth and your dedication to your employer, you're going to see those promotional opportunities so much faster than we've ever seen before. So you might have to take a little bit of a hit to the ego and, and be humble at first, but knowing that that's going to pay in dividends much faster than really any other industry right now. Yeah. I'd also add that a lot of people are not aware that every construction job is not something where you're out in working out in the heat and the cold. Like, so I want people to understand that one of the things that a lot of people have stereotypes of construction jobs. And one of the things I really want to emphasize is you have project management roles, you have leadership roles, you have a lot of different roles in construction. So just because you're 40 and 50, you know, you could still work outside if that's your choice and do more of a manual job, but there are also project management jobs. So there are a variety of fields that people should really take into consideration and not just stereotype this profession. Yeah, you know, Keith, I think that's such a great point. I have employers right now who are looking to hire estimators, and that is a, definitely an office job. Um, traditionally, for to be an estimator, it's really hard to kind of crack into that side of the industry. And what I'm seeing with employers now is, like I said, if you show up every day, you prove you know, your dedication to the company, they will train you as an estimator where that was unheard of, you know, two, three, even four years ago. You had to have that experience, but you couldn't get the experience. It was kind of that double-edged sword. And now there are employers that will train you from the ground up as an estimator. And they don't even need you to have the experience that they wanted previously. So you're 100% correct. Yeah, I think if you're willing to learn, people will work with you. If you're willing to work hard and you're willing to learn, they're going to work with you. And it's like anything, you know, you get what you put into it. So make, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, here's something, you know, that we need to work on. How do we get the schools, the parents to support students because I think that that's really important to start with our youth to you know, check out this program and check out construction as a career because everybody is thinking college. How do we get the parents in the schools? Yeah, you know, um, at Colorado Home Building Academy, we actually have a partnership with some of the local um, high schools here around and we're always looking to expand that. But, you know, for the parents, it really is about 
maybe look if your student isn't geared towards college and isn't talking about it and doesn't seem, you know, prepared or right for that, you know, looking outside the box and just knowing that there are training programs that are in the trades, you know, that are comparable to a college education. You're going to come out with real world skills. You're going to be able to get into that job faster. You're going to be able to advance in that job faster and really have a sustainable wage, if not more, you know, in way shorter time than those four years that college might take. So really looking outside the box and not, you know, there are so many professionals in the construction industry and they're not the guy in the hard hat and the boots, you know, getting dirty every day. There are professionals. It it is a viable, respectable career. And there are so many opportunities right now. And you know, you, you don't, you don't need a bachelor's degree to do it. You don't need an associate's degree to do it. There are certificate programs through that we partner with through the community college of Aurora that take six to nine months are very, very cost effective. There are grants available, scholarships available, and you come out of that with, you know, ready to get involved in the workforce. And like I said, it doesn't take that four years and you're not 40, 50, hundred thousand dollars in debt when you're done. So, yeah, no, that makes that makes perfect sense. And I think a lot of people are starting to catch on that, you know, the debt is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start working right away. You always have a head start if you start working two years ahead of somebody. And certificate programs, you know, are, are usually six months to a year sometimes, yeah. you know, so it's, we're not talking a long time. And like I said, you're starting to earn already. So, I mean, I, I think once parents and schools start seeing that return on the investment, because education is an investment, you know, so I think once they see it, I think that that'll kind of motivate them to see the value of these programs. Can you share, you know, as a recruiter, it's your job to evaluate talent. Applicants, online presence, what you find can be an asset or a liability. What's your view on applicants using video to showcase their skills and talent? I love it. I think it's such a great idea. I think, you know, that we have to embrace technology. So with TikTok and with Zoom and so many meetings being virtually, online presence is extremely important. It's not going to go away. And I think, especially with construction, where even their application process tends to be a little bit behind the time. So I do have companies that are still using a paper application. I think being able to showcase that you are technologically savvy, that you understand not only an online presence, but that you can use it responsibly. So you, as a job seeker, you have to know that any employer it can search your name online and find your Facebook. They can find your online presence. And if, if you're irresponsible with that, it's almost impossible to come back from that. So, so being very responsible with it, but I think embracing it, you know, can show a potential employer that maybe you are the person that helps bring their company, you know, into the 21st century. And, you know, so I think it's invaluable. I also know that here locally in Denver, I've heard of folks doing TikTok resumes, which uh, that's new to me. I personally don't have a presence on TikTok, but I think it's definitely something to look at where you can showcase what makes you unique and, and kind of do your own virtual resume for employers. I love that. And I don't see it going anywhere. I, I definitely see it becoming more and more commonplace and an acceptable replacement or for a, a traditional resume. So yeah, I see video, honestly, for somebody who's not as experienced as a way to sell themselves. So if, let's say I didn't have a lot of experience. I could start talking about my skill sets and what I do, my 
interest in learning. Yeah, I don't have a ton of things on my resume, but here's what I can bring hard work. Here's my skill sets. Here's what I can do right now. Here's how I would approach job. Here's what I would do if I had a job. That's far more better than just listing maybe two jobs that I had that don't really have a lot of experience. You know, now I get a chance to use my communication skill sets to say, all right, this is somebody who we should give a shot to. Because again, I feel like companies hire people, not facts on a resume. You know, that's why I feel like I feel strongly about the video. I, I mean, I think you're 100% right. If, if I, as a recruiter, if it came down to three people for a job and they all, you know, are comparable skill wise, but one person sends me a video and I get to see their personality. I mean, that personality, that glimpse into their personality could really push them over the edge and, and be the one that I hire um, just because mm-hmm. they showed me something extra. They showed me that. They have a personality that I can put them in front of clients that, you know, sure. they are going to represent, they fit, they're they a fit for our company culture and they're going to represent, you know, my company in a way that I agree with in a way that I'm trying to put it out there. So, yeah, I also think it satisfies curiosity because I think when I look at a paper resume, I really don't know what's coming in the door. Whereas I see your video, I'm like, okay, I can see what this person's like. So it takes away the mystery and the surprises, which most people don't want (laughs) a surprise, you know, (laughs) most likely a surprise on the negative side is what I'm saying. But, you know, surprises are fine. Just as long as the surprise is something that meets your expectation, as opposed to not meeting your expectation. So I feel like video, video, like I said, it it uncovers the mystery of who's coming in that door. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So tell me about, can you share, you know, and again, you don't have to tell the exact, salary, but can you share the range of salaries people can expect to get when they're just starting in construction? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question, Keith. What I'm seeing right now kind of across the board is a starting salary range of anywhere from $18 to $22 an hour. I do have students who have started and had no experience and started and got a position at $25 an hour. It's not unheard of, but I would say the range right now is 18 to 22 That's amazing. Yeah. And again, you know, the thing I really want to emphasize is that these salaries are off of people who have done maybe six months to a year of training. We're not talking somebody who went and did four years of training. So they're getting, that's great for somebody say, let's say if I'm working in retail and I'm making $12, $15 an hour and I invest six months of my time, now I'm in a career I'm starting at 18. And you said in some cases up to 22, 25 an hour, that's a pretty big jump for, for that type of investment. And it can only go up as you get more experience, I would imagine. No, that's correct. And what's great about it is, you know, we offer uh, most of our classes during the evening. So if people mm-hmm. are working, they can hold on to that job while they while they get their training. And then, you know, I, I have a lot of students that I work with that transition right from their previous job into their new job in construction without having any kind of gap in employment, any kind of loss of wages. So it's it's absolutely workable for those folks that, you know, need to keep that retail job, like sure. you said, until they're into their construction jobs. So yeah, and you know, it, it's a game changer. And, and I think you know, again, I don't know the profile of the people that are coming through your program, but I would imagine there's some people who are coming from retail and restaurants. And we all know what happened to those industries during the pandemic. If there's one thing I think people need to take away, if they didn't get the lesson on the pandemic, I don't know what to say. I think we all learned some le- if you're if you're impact if you're ever impacted by something, you know, that serious as a pandemic, I mean, it, it affected people right across the country. 
I mean, that's got to be an eye opener for some people. I would imagine that drove a lot of people to your program because that scared some people. Their livelihoods went away like that. Oh, 100%. I mean, the last two years have been very eye-opening for me. You know, I've I've gotten a glimpse into our students' lives and what struggles they're facing. And a lot of people, you know, left their job because they had to stay home and, and homeschool their kids. You know, they had to yeah. be there while their kids were taking classes from the home. And now, you know, the kids are starting to go back to school. They have found that they don't have a job to go back to. And they're starting from scratch and they, they want something sustainable. And we a hundred percent offer that with construction. So. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think that as we all know, it's essential work, you know, during the pandemic, you know, buildings have to go up. That that doesn't stop. You're working outdoors, you're moving around. This is, these are jobs that just don't go away. They're just, and another thing I would add, and I'm sure you could agree with me on this is that there are a lot of older people are retiring, retiring from, we have a lot of old, I would imagine if you looked at, the stats, the average age of construction, people in construction is not 25. It's probably <laughs> upwards of 40. So that's just, like you said, that's going to create opportunity for people who are going into the industry. Well, and it's such a great opportunity because as those, you know, skilled older professionals are leaving the job force, you know, they, they have a wealth of knowledge that they're, they're ready to impart on the next generation. And so, you know, if you, if you get your foot in the door with some of these companies, you're going to get the benefit of, you know, those folks that are leaving the workforce. And I mean, even we can't teach that, you know, having a mentor like that is just such an incredible opportunity. Definitely. Definitely. I also wonder for some construction jobs, is are there flexible hours sometimes because you know construction i would imagine is almost around the clock so i'm curious if there are flexible hours in some of the jobs yeah i mean with you know we work with companies that are in the residential space as well as commercial with residential what you're going to see a lot of times is it's, it is going to be your monday through friday type of job but you know there may be a shift that starts at six o'clock in the morning there may be a shift that doesn't start till nine o'clock in the morning so you can get your kids off to school so there you'll see some flexibility that way in commercial you'll see even more flexibility where you know we here in denver have this central i-70 project so we're redoing one of our main highways um, there's a lot of work at denver international airport and like you said those are those are construction jobs that really do have more flexible hours so they might work at nights or on the weekends, especially out to the airport, they may provide transportation assistance. So if you know transportation is a hurdle for you, there are there are construction jobs out there that'll help you confront that and help you overcome, you know, that obstacle. So yeah, there's definitely some flexibility. As far as like part time, I I have students sometimes who say, you know, I just I want to get my feet wet. I want to start with a part time construction job. That is a little bit harder to come by. So, you know, very much the employer's want you for your 40 hours a week. And then there's probably overtime potential as well. But as far as flexibility is when you're working, when you start. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that in construction. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Can you share some resources that can help people who are interested in going into construction? Sure. Yeah, so definitely the Home Builders Association is a fantastic resource for people who are looking to get into construction. In addition to kind of their main organization, they also have lots of subcommittees, for example, custom 
Custom Builders and Remodelers Council, you know, so subsets of that of that organization where if if you have an interest, you're, you know, you're an electrician, you're a, you want to start your own home inspection company. They have all kinds of subcommittees that, that can help with that, as well as your local chamber of commerce, especially if you're getting into the construction trades, you're going to see a lot of bigger construction companies, even your smaller remodeling and general contractors are a part of the, their local chamber of commerce. And a lot of times they'll belong to more than one. So you might meet person from a company at, you know, Arvada's Chamber of Commerce, and then you find out that they also belong to Denver, Aurora, you know, a bunch of other. So that's a really great way to build your initial network. Also, I really think that just volunteering can be so invaluable when you're, especially in construction, there's Habitat for Humanity. You know, I just had a fantastic conversation with them and they are back up and running at full force, if not more, because People need homes. So yeah. volunteering can really help to build out your network. You can meet business owners that are also volunteering their time and, and start to build your network out that way. But really what I would recommend is any way to build up your professional network, to get your name out there, start meeting business owners, start seeing what types of work they're doing, what types of companies are out there to figure out how you want to tailor your career in construction to something that you're going to be passionate about. Mm -hmm. I also think that a lot of, you know, I've done research on on construction and, and a lot of careers in the skill trades, and there's so much information when you Google it. And you know, I've reached out to people who I didn't, I didn't know your organization. I just picked up the phone and called and, you know, here we are having a podcast. So yeah. people are receptive to you reaching out to them. So I would emphasize, and especially in the industry that is looking for people, they are going to be very receptive to you reaching out. And like I said, there's so much information that you're going to find out just by Googling and doing that research. And then like Kristen was saying, she said, go out and network, go out to these Chamber of Commerce. You go out to those Chamber of Commerce and you start meeting these business owners and meeting people in the industry. And I would imagine if you're in, you know, within the state or within the metropolitan area of Denver, it's a small world if you're looking at that industry. You know, people are interconnected. They know each other. So it'll definitely create opportunity just by investing that time. You know, Kristen, Thank you so much for your time. We're going to sign off. Please tell us how people could find you and find you and find your program. Please share any information you'd like to share now. Sure. So you can find us at cohomebuildingacademy.org. On our website, you can find all kinds of information about our programs. You can sign up for a program. You can connect with our recruiter, Andy. You can also connect with me, um, Kristen, the career coach. And you can also look at our job board on our website and see what types of construction jobs are available, who our current employer network contains, and or what the future looks like for you as you do go through your training. So our website is the place for all resources. My phone number is on there. So you can always reach out to me personally. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. I enjoyed this podcast and we'll definitely have to stay in touch. Thank you, Keith. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium. It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the podcast.